Mmm, glory. Shuba. Mmm. Glory, glory. This fire is getting so strong that if you're not right with God in your heart, <laughs> it'll feel like, you know, it's killing you. But if you're right with God in your heart, this is the greatest acceleration of all time. You're going on the Morning Star ride. If you believe the Morning Star is Satan, boy, you're in for a special treat. Could not be more opposite. <laughs> Holy Ghost. If you, if you are a slave and worker in the soul realm, building the Tower of Babel, building pyramids in the sands of your soul, Thinking that's Christianity, boy, you're in for a treat. Wow, it's gonna get so easy for you. The floods of glory, the floods of grace will just annihilate your striving the seventh day since Adam. It's a forceful rest. In past generations, they said, enter the rest. But in this generation, you don't even get a choice because it's the seventh day. That's what's so crazy about this time. So if we act goofy up here, like Elijah and the prophets of Baal, and Mount Carmel just messing with you, and messing with your demons, it's because this thing is totally on autopilot, absolutely sovereign, and no human being or angel can change the course of history. I mean, you do have a choice whether you want to enter the ark or stay outside with the animal nature and the mark of the beast on your forehead serving the pyramid on your one dollar bill instead of Zion rising in your belly, the mountain of fire. There's a bunch of different mountains here that you're tempted to walk on, live on, and invest your lives in. Invest your blood, sweat, and tears in. I mean, we have invested our blood, sweat, and tears in Mount Zion. <laughs> That's why we're continually crucified by people's frustration, anger of every other mountain. But this is the chief of all the mountains in the last days. So what are these people going to do against Mount Zion? If even an animal touches the mountain, it's to be stoned to death. What's the stone that crushes you into powder? What is the chief cornerstone that destroys the animal nature? That destroys your sinful nature and living in the darkness of the mind's greed? the lust of the eyes, and living in the darkness of the pride of possessions and the pride of accumulating this earth's goods and passing them on to generations. That's the definition of pride of life, is material possessions instead of confidence in the anointing in Mount Zion. You're dealing with all the wickedness of all time in your hearts. People try to pretend like no one can see in their heart. My God, even the warlock can see in your heart. Don't even fool yourself. The sorcerer of Babylon, the magicians of Babylon, they framed up the nations. They framed them up. You live in states. You live in 50 states. You live in the provinces of Canada. You live in the territories and provinces and states in Mexico. The state of Sinaloa, the state of Minnesota, the province of Alberta. 
You live in states. You live in the framing of men and women that were sorcerers. And all the lands are named after them. All the streets are named after them. We've honored these people, some of them. We've had to remove their honor because they were exposed as slave drivers. That's why they changed my lake that I work out on, walk around all year long, Lake Calhoun. They changed it back to its original Native American name, Bidi Makuska, which means Lake White Earth, because they found out that Calhoun was a slave driver. <laughs> and you know, man, they just couldn't have it. Oh, I love it, man. I love seeing justice. You know that the morning star has been securely fastened in our whole heart when all the lands begin to be restored, when the animals begin to rejoice, when the wicked are removed. <laughs> Chief Seattle said that when the animals begin to dis disappear from the industrial age, God will send the warriors of the rainbow to save the earth, to save the animals. He wasn't even talking about the mark of the beast. He was actually talking about the precious salmon, the precious seagulls, maybe not so precious seagulls. Uh, you know he wasn't talking about mosquitoes, amen? Mm-mm. Talking about a precious little cat spider, such a wonderful guy. Spoken in English three times. <laughs> With witnesses. <laughs> I remember when uh, this prophet told me, I won't even tell you his name, but Rick Joyner, he said, 300 years into the millennium, I saw lions having the same intelligence that humans have right now, and the, the lions could speak in English, and they were learning the same concepts now that human beings are in school. Holy Ghost. So that's in about 300 years now. So like Bob Jones said, you got short-range plans, make long-range plans. Amen? He said about those who allow the morning star to completely consume the roots of their heart, they'll be young at 100. How many of y'all know that we sit at the gate of Noah's Ark? The Bible teaches a new covenant, Noah's Ark. As it was in the days of Noah, so shall be the second coming of the Son of Man. Do you know what the second coming is? He comes through us before He comes to us. The morning star rises in our heart by the prophetic word, the living word, the active, energized, anointed word, and it causes the throne of God, which is the morning star, to rise in our heart, and our hearts are glorified. We're walking in so much bright morning star light, Today I was walking around, going places, and everyone's heart began to burn. And their eyes, all staring at me, those animal eyes, all the sin in their hearts, everything, all the roots in their hearts, all the altars they serve in their hearts, all of their lives. And you see their eyes, and you see their eyes go googly, and you see the darkness in your eyes, and you see the inquisitiveness and the, the mystery of what is this light that I feel in my heart and their eyes, you know, just go, woo! I've been seeing that for many years. You're dealing with the beast in them. You're dealing with the animal nature. And there's so much light in your heart that you're burning out 
their sin. You're burning out their wickedness. You're forgiving their sins. Is forgiveness of sin so much as a confession or a washing? And how did Daniel destroy Babylon? By the washing of the river of fire from the throne of grace. I saw a mobile throne, and from the throne came a river of fire. Daniel 7. Daniel something or other. Holy Ghost. I don't really get into the chapters so much, I speed read it. I've read the Bible several thousand times. <laughs> but I'm not really much of a chapter and verse guy, because they really don't matter. Jesus just called them, the prophet said this, the psalmist said this, and that's, what, that's about it. They didn't have anything else. It's just a prophet. He didn't even tell you which prophet half the time. You know? And we're all about numbers and stuff. I think that's part of our educational curse. I mean, it's not a bad thing. You can look it up and stuff. But it really is kind of pharisaical. It is. Because when you get into the anointing, you only value what has sauce on it. And I'm not justifying my behavior. Trust me, I was discipled by the heavenly Sanhedrin for the last 19 years. These are the ways of God. This is what Jesus Christ is actually like. This is how the Messiah walks the earth. The sons of God are Messiahs themselves. Christ. That's where you get the word Christian or Christ ones. Messiahs. If you're a Christian, you're a Messiah. Oh, only one Messiah, Jesus. You're a religious demon. Do you ask Christ into your heart? You're a Christian. Now walk as Christ in covenant. That's the new covenant. These people are so bewitched. You, you start saying anything about the power of God and the walking with the Father and the authority of the believer. All this false humility realm goes crazy and nuts in their souls so demon-possessed. Get over your false humility. Get over your religious pride. There's nothing more murderous towards the Holy Spirit than living in that false humility. Living in that religious pride. That's the mark of the beast, the mark of Cain. Amongst the beasts of the field, there's a chief. And among, amongst all of the different types of animals of the nations and the different tribes of animals, and they're all in different little animal tribes. You got the biker animals, you got the hippie animals, you got the health nut animals, you got the rich animals, you got the poor animals, you got the drug addict, you know, animals, the gothic drug addict, you got the rich kid drug addict, you got all these little animal tribes, is what they are. Those are the tribes of the animals. You know, a bird of a feather flocks together, and that's how Satan kind of lumps them all together. And it is bad. It's demoniacal. That's why they're all bricked up and buried in their own little world of vain imagination, living in the little pyramid of the sandcastle of what they've developed in their own soul. And do you know what? That's what God the Father's love attacks. That's your sin nature of what you've done in your soul. God attacks that. God attacks the mark of the beast. God attacks the mark of Cain with love. The love of God is stronger than the death of the pyramid you've built in the sand of your soul. Say that seven times fast. Sally's selling seashells down by the seashore. Holy Ghost. Amen. And it's fun. It is so fun. Attacking those pyramids. Melting those sands of time into a sea of glass before the throne. Where's the throne? Well, the Bible says that the morning star rises in your heart by the prophetic word. So that the throne of God is in the heart of, of the believer. 
And the Bible says that you're a temple of the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of glory and the Spirit of grace. So that where is the ark of the temple? Where is the mercy seat? Where is the cherubim and their wings in the literal temple now? Not the types and shadows. We're not serving in old covenant building systems. Remember the veil's been torn. The temple was destroyed in 70 AD by God. <laughs> God did that. That wasn't Satan. That was God. God's like, we're done. We're not in the old covenant. I mean, it's disgusting behavior. Gross. Animal guts everywhere covered in pee and poop. You people are sick. Uh, we need a perfect covenant now. The covenant of grace. The covenant of the Lamb of God on the mercy seat of your heart. Come on, somebody. That's the morning star. That's the throne of grace. That's the kingdom of heaven in your heart. Luke 17, 21, the Bible says the kingdom is inside you, inside your heart. And your heart grows from glory to glory, which is the release of the seven blazing torches and the ever-increasing crucifixion of the soul at the place of the skull. If anyone's soul led, they're demon-led. If anyone's anointing led in the heart, they're spirit-led. We call ourselves the spirit-led charismatic Christians. You know, we think we're something hot. We have prophecy. We have signs and wonders. You know, we, we even get drunk in the Holy Ghost. We're the river tribe. You know, we're so fringe, we're so far out, we're so advanced. And it's like, have you begun to rule and reign in a 50-mile radius? Have you even begun in the abilities of the morning star? Have you taken the heavens and shaken the celestial bodies? Or do you tolerate the celestial bodies ruling over your heads and settle for complacent satisfaction and submit to the fallen angels, to the red dragon whose tail swept one-third of the stars? in the 50 stars of your 50 U.S. states on your U.S. flag. I mean, I love stars because we're morning stars and we always rejoice. But there's these other stars that fell from heaven, the Bible says. Those are the stars you serve over your head in ignorance that keep your souls in darkness, especially most deceptively, in the darkness of religion, in the darkness of false humility and false piety and being conceited and puffed up by works instead of by grace. You can't get puffed up on grace. That's what grace is because it's a gift. <laughs> the new covenant is a gift. You know, Isaac was a gift. They couldn't earn it. They couldn't work for it. Abraham and Sarai tried. It's not natural. This is not natural. Supernatural. It's a divine gift of the Messiah the man of grace, the divine child, into everyone's spirit who believes. And you can walk in faith and not by sight. You can walk in the heavenly realm. You don't have to live a human life. You don't have to do human business. You don't have to trade on human souls. You don't have to live out of the mind's greed, which is the mark of the beast, the lust of the eyes. You can live out of a rich treasury of glory now. You can live out of God's provisions for you in His Son, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is Almighty King of business. I'm about my Father's business. We haven't seen kingdom business yet. You will. It's getting better. You know, the tides are turning. 
You know, the morning star is rising and our day is dawning. <laughs> Holy Spirit. It is in the USA, big time. And you got all kinds of demons doing dumb, dumb stuff. The demons have been doing dumb stuff forever. Don't even pay attention to what the kingdom of hell. Don't even let it bother you. Don't let it, let it fluster you. Don't be frustrated. Demons will be demons. You just be the morning stars. You be the sons and daughters of the living God. You be the angel-like children of the resurrection that you are. The children of the resurrection don't die. The children of the resurrection overcome death. That's what you're programmed in your hearts to do in this righteous generation. For when all the wicked are to be removed. Amen? Amen. We've been doing some improvements in the studio. We just put about $12,000 in studio investments. We've had newspaper in our walls the last 10 years living here in the ghetto at the Lord's Crack House where we broadcast every day in 195 nations doing all this work for free. But we could use some support. We just put that retro foam, signed a contract yesterday so that we don't have $300 a month utility bills paying our gas, our natural gas bills in the winter are $300 a month. It's insane. It should be like 75 It's because we have newspapers. So we finally got the outside exterior. We're going to get it foamed. So we save tons of money on our monthly payments and heating. And we won't have all the cold air just blowing right through the walls all winter long in Minneapolis. We'll go a whole month. It doesn't get over zero degrees. Don't feel bad for us. Just support us. That'll support help. this work. That'll help the audio, too, because we won't have... Penny says it will help the audio. They told us people do it just for the acoustics. So the acoustics will get better in the house, too. But it's awesome. That cost ten grand, and we re researched it, went through Home Advisor, got the best deal. It's going to be awesome. Um, we also put a humidifier on there so our electronics don't short out. We don't get bloody noses every every day in the winter from the dr dry air. <laughs> and uh, we could use your support with Penny overcoming the scabies. I think her scabies bill in three months has been about $7,000. I know it's insane. What happened was we went to all these specialists. The, the bugs became immune to the, the do doctor's prescribed medication. And so we had to go into essential oils and lavender and all these other oils. And we've spent only the best work. And only the best work on these bugs. And I'm sure there's some prophecy in there. It's an expensive prophecy on this essential oil. She probably spent about five grand alone on young living oils fighting these scabies. And we're not done yet. So we could really use your support this time of year. Just ask the Holy Spirit if you could write a check and mail it to Red Letter Ministries, P.O. Box 18188, Minneapolis, Minnesota, 55418. And be blessed. We love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.